What's up, guys? I'm Jared Lopes, and you're listening to the Dad Tired Podcast, where I'm helping everyday families learn how to follow Jesus in everyday life. How's it going, guys? Jared Lopes back here with you on the Dad Tired Podcast. It is good to be with you. If you're just joining us for the first time, or maybe you just stumbled upon the podcast, uh, welcome. We're glad to have you. You can go to dadtired.com, learn more about what we're doing there. When you're there, click a tab up on the top that says community. That will link you over to a closed group that we have on Facebook with thousands of guys from around the world who are taking their faith, their family, and their marriage very seriously. Uh, we'd love to have you come be part of that group. So click the community tab and that will link you over to that group. If you haven't already picked up the Stop Behaving devotional, I highly recommend that you do that. One of the things that we are trying to do at Dad Tired is equip men to lead their families well. Um, that's essentially kind of all we're trying to do is point guys towards Jesus. And we want to help guys um, just lead their families well, lead their families toward Jesus. I, and I think most of us, uh, if you're within the 25 to 35-year-old uh age demographic, and you probably statistically did not have your dad around as you were growing up. And so you most likely didn't have a good example of what it means to be a man who leads your family well. It's actually what we're going to be talking about in this episode. But um, the reason I bring that up is because we're, we're just all kind of stumbling through this stuff. And so we're trying to figure out what does it look like to lead our families well when we don't really know we didn't have that model to us. So uh, Stop Behaving is a devotional for men. It's one of the tools that we recommend to help you lead your family well. We're not going to try to get you to just change your behavior. We're really passionate about pointing you towards Jesus, reminding you of the gospel. And we believe that when we do that, when you remember who Jesus is, when you're reminded of the good news of Jesus and the gospel, that you've been saved by Christ and that he wants to bring heaven into all the areas of your earth, of your heart and life that it hasn't already touched. So uh, if there if there's still areas of your heart where his kingdom is not ruling, then we believe Jesus wants to get in there um, and change it and, and not just change it for the sake of change, but change it for the sake of your good and for his glory. Um, and so that's what the devotional is really all about, is helping point you back towards Jesus and really believing that when we do that, uh, as your heart changes, you will become a guy whose behavior will change naturally as a result of your heart being changed by Jesus. So anyway, if you haven't picked up the book, uh, you can go to dadtire.com, click the devotional tab, and you can pick up a copy of that book. Like I just mentioned a couple seconds ago, that's what we're talking about today. What does it mean to be the spiritual leader of your family? For most of us, including myself, we did not have any idea uh, or we didn't have anyone modeling that for us. My dad left when I was three. He wasn't a follower of Jesus. And so uh, I was kind of left trying to figure out what it means to to follow Jesus and to like lead my family well uh, eventually. And I just didn't have somebody modeling that well for me. Um, the kind of the crazy maker is as a kid, I was really excited actually about being a dad. I, and I think this is probably in response to my dad, not really being around, but I remember thinking as a kid, like I I'm really excited to be a dad. I'm really excited to engage with my kids and be a good dad to my kids and be um, faithful to my kids and stick around and all that. And like I said, that I think a lot of that came as a result of, you know, just my dad leaving and me wanting to do better than how my dad did. I know a lot of you guys feel that same way. Um, and I was even excited about being married because I kind of paired those things in my mind. I thought if I'm if I'm going to have kids, obviously I want to be married and kind of be a family man and have 
be a good husband and be a good father and all that. Uh, I'll say that I guess I'm coming up on eight years being married. Yeah, coming up on eight years in January, I will have been married. Uh, and I was just talking to one of my best friends about this the other day. He was asking me, you know, kind of what are my insecurities or what do I feel like my weak spot weak spots are as a dad? And I've got a I've got tons of them um, because I'm just learning and figuring out on my own. But I will say that I I feel like I'm pretty engaged as a dad. I do my best to really uh, engage with my kids as much as I can and lead them as best as I can and serve them and all that stuff. But um, I told him that I feel like I've been a better dad than I have been a uh, than a husband, and um, that's really how this whole dad tired thing started. If you go back and listen to the very first episodes of the Dad Tired podcast, you'll you'll um, learn that I started this whole ministry, this whole podcast, really accidentally. I wasn't trying to start any kind of ministry. I had just really felt like I was sucking as a husband and dad. I wasn't doing very well, um, mainly as a husband, and I just started to kind of pour my heart out on to my uh, microphone and a computer and uh, people I think other guys resonated with that mainly not just that we sucked or that we felt like we sucked but we wanted to be better than how we are like we don't want to suck as husbands and dads we just um, are failing or we don't know what we're doing and uh, and as a result of kind of just sharing that story and kind of sharing with you guys what was on my heart um, coming up on two years ago, the podcast has really grown like crazy and the community has grown. We've had, like I said, thousands of guys from around the world who resonate with that message who are like, yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing as a husband and dad either, but I, I want to be better. I want to be the man that God has created me to be. And so I just feel like I'm um, when I look back at the last eight years of my marriage and I look back at the last six years of my parenting, I feel decently confident in my ability as a dad um, and not so great in my ability as a husband. I think I've just, uh, I've been really immature and selfish and I've wronged my wife and I've hurt my wife. Um, I just feel like I've definitely sucked a lot more as a husband than as a dad, to put it frankly or bluntly. That being said, um, God's grace is new. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to engage with um what God's trying to do in my heart and be humble enough to like swallow my pride and say, all right, I don't have this whole thing figured out and I want to be better as a husband and dad. I want Jesus to continue to change my heart and go into areas of my heart that have yet to, to be touched by his kingdom. And I want his kingdom to come on earth in my heart, in my life, in my house as it is in heaven. And uh, so I'm trying my best to figure out what it means as a dad. That's a long introduction way of saying that today we're talking about what does it look like to lead our families spiritually? What does it mean to be the head of the household and to lead our families um, towards Jesus to kind of be the spiritual leader of our homes? Now, I need to like preface this or give some kind of disclaimer and saying uh, mainly what I just said in the introduction, I don't feel like I'm actually that good uh, <laughs> Um as a leader or a husband, I, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a decently good job and I'm figuring it out. But in many ways, dude, I'm, I'm only eight years into this. I'm a rookie. And so for me to like say that I've got some kind of secret or hidden knowledge or sage wisdom on what it means to be a spiritual leader of your family like that, that would just be ridiculous and really arrogant of me to say that. 
because uh, I'm only eight years deep. I, I, I'm a rookie, man. I'm, I'm, some of you listening to this podcast have been married twice as long as I have. And so much of the, the thoughts that I'm going to give today on what it means to be the spiritual leader of your home, much of the thoughts come from, um, one, Jesus. Like, what did Jesus do? How, how did Jesus lead people spiritually? How was he a spiritual leader? So that's first, our first example. And then secondly, um, by God's grace, I've had some guys kind of pour into my life who've been just really faithful men of God. And they've taught me, they've given me glimpses of what it means to be a man of God who leads his family spiritually. And so really my examples are less from my own life and me feeling like I've got it all figured out and more from Jesus, what we see in scripture, and also other guys who have poured into my life. And I can look at them and say, okay, that that gives me a glimpse or that gives me some kind of idea of what it means to be a spiritual leader and to lead your family well. So that's, as I kind of go through these examples, and you guys know me, I'm kind of scattered and all over the place. I'm just going to like just kind of randomly talk about different stuff or different qualities that I see a spiritual leader having. Um, But as I talk about this stuff, uh, just know that it it comes more from examples that I've seen both in scripture and um, in guys around me. Uh, I I threw out the question to the Dad Tired community on Facebook. Like I said, we have a closed group on Facebook. Many of you who are listening are part of that closed group. Um, it's a really cool way to just engage with other guys who are listening to the podcast or going through the devotional. And uh, so anyway, I threw out this question this week to the guys on the podcast, I said, or to the guys in the, the group, I said, um, ask your wife, this was my challenge to them. I said, ask your wife today what her expectations are of you as the spiritual leader of your home. And don't make excuses. Don't interrupt her. Just listen to her, what she has to say. Um, take in what she res- what she says and then report back. And a lot of the guys did that. And they, they did ask their wife, like, all right, babe, what do you what do you see? What are your expectations of me as the man of this house to be our spiritual leader? And it was cool to see guys um, report back their answers. A lot of guys, um, their wives were talking about how they wanted them to read the Bible and to pray more and to be engaged and to be a good listener and to, um, you know, just uh, pray with the kids, read the Bible to the kids, things like that. And as I was thinking about this podcast, as I was thinking about what qualities does a does a spiritual leader have a man of God that's trying to lead his home spiritually? What what qualities does this what does that kind of man have? I was thinking through stuff that we could do. Uh, I think God has gifted us as men in a way that we we're doers. We want to do stuff. So like you put a task in front of us, we're problem solvers. <laughs> okay, if you say like I'm you're not I'm not being a good spiritual leader, then my first reaction is to think, okay, give me a list of stuff to do so that I can I can be a better spiritual leader um, by by kind of a accomplishing these tasks. And many of them are things like reading your Bible and praying. And, uh, I don't, I don't know. I could have, those are like the first things that come to mind. Listen to Caleb. <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, I pick on Caleb a lot on the podcast. I don't mean to I actually been listening to Caleb more than I normally have in my past. So, uh, Caleb, if you're listening, I love you. Shout out to you. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Caleb. Not really. Uh, you know, I don't hate on Caleb. Anyway, my point is that I was trying to think of stuff for us to do. And when I asked my wife, um, when I took my own like challenge and asked my wife, babe, what, what are your expectations of me as a spiritual leader? Um, I was humbled to say the least. <laughs> I was expecting it was going to be like a 12 second conversation. She's going to be like, yeah, you're doing great. You're meeting all my expectations and, uh, I love you. Thanks for marrying me. Um, that was not her answer. She said, she said, you know, I think when people, if somebody were to ask me, uh, how does Jared lead you and in, in your family? 
as a spiritual leader, she said, I think I would want to answer with things like, or I would be inclined to answer with things like, we read the Bible together, or we pray a lot together. Uh, and she said, we don't really do that that much. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, like we don't. Uh, there have been times and seasons when I pray with my wife a lot. And uh, there have been times where we just, we, we read scripture together. Um, but really, it's not like a habit that we've built into our marriage. And uh, what's interesting is I feel like a spiritual leader of our home. I really feel like I'm kind of leading us in that. But to just like try to humble myself enough to hear what my wife was saying um, and this is why we get married, to like actually have a mirror in front of us to tell us, okay, who we really are, not who we think we are. Um, and my wife just said, you know, I, I don't know, uh, you know, we're not really doing that stuff. But here's the interesting thing about what my wife said. She said even more than that, even more than those like disciplines and those practices of like, you know, read the Bible together, pray together, listen to K-Love together, you know, all this stuff. Even more than that, she said the biggest quality to me as a spiritual leader is integrity. Um, she said, you could read the Bible with me every night and you could pray with me every night, but if you were just like going through the motions or you were just trying to behave better, but you didn't have integrity, um, that I would not look to you as a spiritual leader at all. Like I want to see you holistically in your life, um, living out righteousness and having integrity and being a man after God and little things to how you treat people at the grocery store or people online to the way you do your taxes, to the way you conduct yourself in business or when I'm not around, like all these things are what give you integrity and really like it's holistically what makes you a spiritual leader so that when you do things like read the Bible with me or pray with me, uh, there's there's a deeper level of trust and leadership happening. And those things are just kind of the icing on the cake um, when I think of you as a spiritual leader. And to be honest with you, man, I was like, ah, oh, crap, because it's kind of what we always talk about. It's the heart issue stuff. Like it's, it's Jesus stuff. When he was saying, like he told the Pharisees all the time, yeah, you go through all the motions or you look clean on the outside, but the inside is dirty and far from me and far from God. And that's really what my wife was saying. Like you can, you can look clean on the outside. You can go through a perfect spiritual discipline regiment where you take our family through nightly devotions and through nightly prayers. And maybe you pull out the guitar and sing these worship songs <laughs> to us, which by the way, I don't know any dude that's doing that, but if you are, that's awesome. Send me an email or a picture cause that's phenomenal. Um, but she said, it, none of that really matters if I don't actually trust your heart. And that was harder actually for me to grasp because I thought I would rather you put a list together because for us as humans and especially for us as guys, we can accomplish a list. And it really reminded me of like the Pharisees. That's what the Pharisees, the Old Testament Christians love. They just love list. In fact, they added on to the list. Jesus, our God, you give us some rules. We'll add even more rules and we'll be really good rule followers. And I think that's what my wife was saying was like, I don't want you just to follow the rules. I want you to be a man of integrity that every area of your life, you are looking to be submissive and to be righteous and to have integrity in your heart. And it's that kind of man that is a spiritual leader in our home. And her second, her kind of follow-up to that quality was steadfastness. And steadfastness to my wife, and this kind of makes sense with her personality, but for her, it's beyond emotions, like beyond what you feel about me um, or our kids or whatever emotional state you're in or whatever career spot you're in, beyond all of that, I want you to be consistent in your integrity, in your love, in your faithfulness, in your leadership towards us. And uh, that was really like, you know, she like threw 
kind of back-to-back jabs, double jabs, freaking Mayweathering me in the face, <laughs> uh, you know, just back-to-back, like, okay, she wants integrity and steadfastness. I was like hoping that she'd want us to read the book of Jonah and to sing, Lord, I lift your name on high. And she's like, no, I want integrity and steadfastness, which is like, oh, okay, that's a little deeper than what I was imagining. But man, it was good stuff. It was a really good reminder for me to think like, I think at the core of what I'm trying to get at and what my wife was trying to get at is our wives, if your wife is a follower of Jesus, she desperately wants you to lead the family spiritually. I'm just like convinced of that. She is like, regardless of her personality, I'm going to, I'm going to make a pretty blanket and general statement here, but I really believe, I think that God's really designed um, marriage at its core for us to lead and to take charge in this area and to lead in this area. And I just think it, man, if you're, if your wife is a follower of Jesus, if she loves Jesus, she desperately wants you to lead your family, to lead her and to lead your kids towards Jesus. She wants you to take charge in this. And secondly, she wants it to be from deep within your heart, not just simply behavior. And I know for some of you dudes listening to that, you're like, well, crap, like, where do I even start? Like, how do you, how do I start to lead my family? You probably, I think this is true for most guys. We don't lead our families well because we don't know really what we're doing. Uh, and we feel slightly insecure because we don't know scripture very well. You you don't feel like really fluent in the Bible. You can't tell your kids Bible stories or quote scripture and all this stuff. And so you feel kind of insecure. Like I don't, I'm going to try to lead in something that I don't know really what I'm talking about, which is super, you know, no guy wants to be put in that position. It's like being at work and the boss asking you to give a speech or like give a quick presentation or something that you have, you have zero expertise on, you know, and you stand up in front of the, your coworkers and try to present on something that you feel really insecure about because you don't know anything about it. You know, there's nothing more vulnerable for us as a guys than feeling like we're frauds or we've been exposed. We don't know what we're actually doing. That's a huge deal for us as dudes, respect, like we lose respect when we don't look like we know what we're doing. And so I think there's a fear in us guys that we're, we're trying to lead our families in something that we don't really know what we're doing. And and so it's intimidating when we hear our wife say, like, I want your heart. I want you to lead this from your heart. So here are some qualities. I just literally, I pulled up the notes app on my phone and I just was like listing out, all right, what are some qualities I see in Jesus? And what are some qualities I see in guys? Um, who I who I think are leading their families really well spiritually. And I'm just going to kind of fly through these here and just give you some quick thoughts on each one of them. My wife gave you her first two. It's integrity, it's steadfastness, the 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 core of that being she, our wives want our hearts to be deeply connected, deeply changed by Jesus. They want our hearts in it. They don't want just want our behavior and kind of our gestures. So, I think uh, I'll kind of start on my list now, which is a little more uh, practical maybe. Um, but the, th- the th- third thing I have here for us, what what does it look like for us to be good spiritual leaders of our home? Number one, I think we have to be good listeners. I think as men, we must constantly exercise this muscle um, in the discipline of listening. Like I said earlier, we are really good at problem solving. Um, and that's God's gift to, for us. Like, and sometimes I just have to ask my wife, and this is a good practice if you haven't yet been doing it, but ask your wife, like, do you want me to listen right now? Or do you want me to solve the problem? Cause I can put on my problem solver hat. God's gifted me towards that. I can think of 15 ways where we can get out of this mess 
or do you just need me to listen? And sometimes it's good just to have those expectations from your wife. And so one of the things that I think muscles that we have to be constantly growing and stretching and uh, exercising in is to be a better listener, to simply be asking good questions. One of the best qualities of a good leader is a as someone who can ask very good heart level questions. And so throughout the day, even if you can just think of one question to ask your wife or your kids, that's heart provoking, not yes or no questions, not like a simple questions that they can get around, but questions that get after their heart. And I know this is hard for some of you guys. Like it's just really hard to think of these questions, but practice it. Think about it in the car. What question can you ask your your wife or your kids that's going to stir up stuff that's going on in their heart so that you can start to engage in good conversation? One of the best qualities of a spiritual leader is a good listener and a good question asker. And I think those two things go hand in hand, that you would ask really good questions and then you would really listen to the answer. What is she actually saying? What is the heart behind what she's saying and what she's answering? And listen to that. Um, I'm trying to be more consistent about putting those questions out in that Facebook community. So if you're not part of that, become part of that group. Uh, And I'm going to start... trying more consistently. I really love asking questions. I I think God has given me a little bit of a gift in that. And, uh, I've just been practicing for years and years and years. But, um, so one thing, if if you need help in that, I'm going to start trying to more often practice, uh, put those questions out there so that you can take them and just learn to practice asking good questions as well. So good quality of a spiritual leader is being a listener. The other thing, uh, the next one here that I would say is huge is to be on the lookout for what God is already doing in the lives of the people that are in your home. So your wife and whoever's living in your house, whoever God's kind of put you in leadership over, which by the way, uh, this is not like you're greater than your wife is submitting because she's less than. It's none of that crap. I don't even want to get into it. But listen, we are humble servant leaders, just like Jesus was a humble servant leader. This isn't like a power thing. I want my wife to do whatever. Good leadership means that I'm a good servant and I'm humble, which we'll actually get to that in just a minute. But anyway, so being a spiritual leader is to be on the lookout for what God is already doing in the lives of the people in your house. And part of what I mean by this is your same blanket generalizations or blanket statements for people in your house will not work because you have individuals, you have individual hearts, you have God pursuing each person in your house individually. And so I want to constantly be on the lookout for what is God doing in my wife and what is God doing in my kids individually. And I'm trying to do this all the time. Like I can see right now that God uh, is working on my wife to try to really help define her personality, to help her understand how he's wired her. And he has wired her for justice and compassion. When those two things collide is where my wife lives. Uh, when justice and compassion are meld together is where my wife lives. And so I'm trying to help her figure out, okay, how do how, what is God doing in your life? Where is he stretching you? Where do you need to step out in fi- faith? And then I try to ask her questions. I try to encourage her to, to push her towards things where God is already at work in her heart. I'm not trying to make stuff up. I'm not trying to um, get her to do things that she doesn't want to do or that she's not gifted at doing. I simply am listening 
to what she's saying, listening how God's already working in her life. I ask good questions that stir up what's happening in her heart. And then I want to join with the Holy Spirit and what he's already doing in her to help just join God and continuing to help her become the woman that God is creating her to be and created her to be. And so I see that my that God is working in justice and compassion for my wife. And I'm trying to think, okay, what does that look like? How does she flesh that out? What good questions can I ask? What opportunities can I look for, for her to step into in faith? That's how I lead her. That's how I lead my wife is to join in with what God's already doing and help and helping her become the woman that God has created her to be and what he's creating her to be. Uh, the same with my kids. I can tell my son, like we're, we're really having to work on bravery to be courageous, um, to take faith, to take risks and have faith. And so I'm telling him lots of stories from scripture on uh, other guys who were scared and had, you know, Peter is like this, uh, you know, when he, he's constantly stepping out in faith, sometimes he's scared. There are other people in scripture where they had to, they had to step out in faith. Abraham, when God told him, go to a land where I've never taken you, I asked my son, like, okay, what, what would you do if God told you to go somewhere where you've never been or that was, would be scary to you? I can see that my son is naturally timid. And so I want him to learn to grow in faith and to grow in trusting God and to take risks and practice being courageous. And so I want to join in with what God's already doing. I see God already doing in his life to help him become the guy, the man that God is creating him to be. With my daughter, we're working on empathy. We want her to feel deeply when she hurts other people, when she says other things, the way her her decisions or her actions affect other people. I want I can see that she needs to grow in that area. Uh, she's only four, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm trying to recognize and be a good listener. And, and just look at her life and say, okay, what is God trying to teach her in this moment? And how can I join with him in helping her become the woman that God wants her to be? So as a spiritual leader, one of the greatest things you can do in being a good listener and a good question asker is then to be on the lookout, constantly be looking, what is God doing in my wife and in my kids where I can join him and helping them become the people, the disciples that he wants them to be? The next thing I would say is uh, you are going to be the, a good spiritual leader is going to be the lead learner. And this one is huge. Um, if you're taking notes, I feel like this is kind of messagey, like pastory sermon. <laughs> uh, so this, maybe you listen to this and you take notes because I, f- I feel like I'm putting out like a list form, which I don't normally do in this podcast. But the next one here would be a lead learner. And the reason I put lead learner is because um, most of us, like I said earlier, feel intimidated. Like we don't know really what we're doing. Um, and, and we feel like we don't have all the answers. And so we can't step up and lead because we don't have all the answers. And I would say a good spiritual leader is not someone who has all the answers, but instead is someone who is first to take the lead in learning. And so that can look like for your family, just saying, Hey, Hey kids, like, I don't know all the stories in the Bible either. Let's learn them together. And so you, you look up books, there's lots of good resources. I'll try to put them in the show notes of this episode. So you can see like what good, uh, I'll, I'll list out all the books actually that I read to my kids, um, that I'm using to help learn about God. And so you can just be honest with your kids. Like, Hey, God's mysterious. He's big. I don't know everything there is to know about God. I want to learn with you. Let's learn about God together and let's read these books together. Let's, uh, memorize these scriptures together, whatever, but you're just the first one to take the lead in learning. And that's okay. It's okay to be humble enough to say, I don't know all the answers, but I want to lead in learning with you. I want to be the first one to step up and lead us in this, uh, and lead in learning. So a good spiritual leader is a lead learner. Um, And then lastly, uh, uh, I'm trying to like, 
we're running low on time, so just I mean, let me th- throw th- fly through these last couple ones real quick. I, I won't go into much detail. Um, you have to read the Bible and pray. I know that's like so churchy and so um, Christianese answer to like read the Bible and pray. There's silly songs about it. But the truth is like when you open your mouth, you are either going to give your advice, your opinion, your knowledge, or you are going to give what God has put in you through his spirit and through his word. And that only comes like you can only pour out what is being put into you. And if you're not meditating on the word, if you're not listening to scripture, if you're not in a constant prayer, um, then you're just going to be given your own um, messed up, short, uh, and by short, I mean incomplete um, perspective and, and your own opinion. And that you're not a good God. You will fail your kids if that's all you give them. So, uh, man, I know it's cheesy and I know it's Christian answer, but for all of us, we need to be in the Bible more, in Scripture more, meditating on His Word more, and in prayer more. Uh, secondly, we lead in humility and vulnerability. I, I would say that this comes from the model of Jesus. Like Jesus got on his knees and washed his, his disciples' feet. His disciples literally got pissed at him and were like, get up, you're a king. You're the, you're our Lord, you're God. Stop washing our feet. And Jesus said, I'm setting the example for what it looks like to be a leader, um, to be a disciple in my kingdom. And for us, we lead. Be the first one to be humble and to be vulnerable, to be a servant. Dude, get up and do the dishes, like vacuum, clean up the house, make the bed, uh, make serve your kids and your wife first uh, in their food. Like let everything we do, would it be service to our wife and to our kids? Um, and a lot of us married women who who naturally serve us, and it's God's gift, man. It's a it's a it's a gift to like work hard all day and to come home and your wife, um, if this is your household setup where she has taken care of some practical needs like food or cleaning or whatever, and she serves you in that way. God has gifted many of our wives to be that way. They're they're naturally just serving us all the time, or maybe their moms modeled that for them or whatever. I'm trying not to be like overly general. I know that's a really sensitive topic here. It's not everyone, doesn't have to be everyone, but a lot of our wives are like that. They're just servants. And, uh, but man, how cool would it be for our kids, especially our boys to see us, even after a long days of work, days worth of work to come in and say, you know what? I'm going to do this dishes. Actually, babe, I know you've been like watching the kids and you've been working hard too. Like you sit down and let me serve you food and let me clean up and let me sweep the kitchen and let me, you know, whatever, but let us be the first ones to serve our wife and kids that would we be the kind of leaders that Jesus was. And he said, um, whoever's first shall be last and whoever's last shall be first. Would we be servant leaders? That's what it means to serve and to lead our family spiritually is to serve them well. I know I kind of rushed through the end there because I try to keep these podcasts short. I know you guys are um, going to work and working out and doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, thank you guys for listening again. If you haven't left a review, the one of the, the best ways that you can contribute to this ministry is to simply just pause right now, leave a review, and and give some opinions on what you think of the podcast. It's super helpful. It allows other guys to be pointed towards Jesus as well. I love you. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Come join us in that closed Facebook community. I'll give you more questions there, but have a good rest of your day. Later. Later.